and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live a more functional, a more independent, a more occupational life, especially with the, the looking from my own life, my own personal ideas, situations, tips, tools, and advice, and how we go about our own days in my house and our life. So we talked a lot of different topics here on season four. When we talk OT, we talk on target and we talk occupational therapy, of course, and different topics and ideas. But I want to revisit, rehash the whole idea of OT in general, if it hasn't been thoroughly ingrained into the you, the audience's head until now, I want to revisit and rethink about the mission statement of what OT is. Of course, in layman's terms, from my own explanation, what we do in OT is we bring functionality, independence, and occupation into your lives. We want a person to live life to its fullest, is the credo of the AOTA and the OT profession, the American Occupational Therapy Association, and the OT profession by and large. We want to make sure people live as independently as possible, as functionally as possible, and living out their occupations, whether it be rest, or sleep, or work, or social participation, or health maintenance, or activities of daily living, like eating and dressing, or instrumental activities of daily living, like laundry, home maintenance, child care, pet care, and the like, or whether it be play and leisure, play and leisure being different, one has rules and one does not, one can be organized, one can be not. We wanted to make sure that all those areas of life are done to the fullest extent, to the maximum extent. So with kids, we go about that through play, because the main occupation, the mainstay of a child's life is play. Unfortunately, it's not seen like that enough, because there's too much academia thrown on kids, but really it should be done in a playful manner, and that's what we do with kids. We're going to talk about that again, God willing, next time. We'll revisit that, Blinader. But in general, we think about OT to do that. If someone has an injury or someone has a mental health issue or someone is going to, an old, going to a senior center or a senior community or going to a SNF or talking about a kid in a clinic or a patient in a clinic or a patient in rehab, outpatient or inpatient in the hospital or not, or in a school, we want them to be as independent as possible, whatever is the problem or whatever was the condition or the situation or the injury. And when we think about the organization, it's interesting to know when it started. The American Occupational Therapy Association is the national profession, the national professional association that was made in 1917. It just had the 100-year anniversary. We'll talk about that in a minute. And it was founded to represent the interests and concerns of occupational therapy practitioners and students of occupational therapy to improve the quality of occupational therapy services. Current AOTA membership is approximately 65,000 people, including occupational therapists like myself, occupational therapy assistants, and occupational therapy students. Members reside in all 50 states, the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, and internationally. AOTA represents 230,000 occupational therapy practitioners and students in the United States. And AOTA's major programs and activities are directed toward assuring the quality of occupational therapy services, improving consumer access to healthcare services, and promoting the professional development of members. AOTA educates the public and advances the profession by providing resources, setting standards, and serving as an advocate to improve health, 
Care. It's based in Maryland, if you're curious, in Bethsheba, Maryland. And this is the mission statement that AOTA says for OT. We want to advance occupational therapy practice, education, and research through standard setting and advocacy on behalf of its members, the profession, and the public. And we want everyone to have as a functional and independent and occupational life as possible. Again, to live life to its fullest. We want a person to be able to reach their goals and we want them to be able to be fully functioning in a society, fully functioning in their life and reaching their zenith. We want them to make sure they're engaged in occupations and activities fall under the occupations like the different areas of occupation as we talked about before, including rest and sleep and work, social participation, ADLs, IADLs, play and leisure, to name most of them. And it just had the 100-year anniversary we talked about a couple of years ago. And the vision was in 2017 that we envisioned that occupational therapy is a powerful, widely recognized, science-driven, and evidence-based profession with a globally connected and diverse workforce meeting society's occupational therapy needs. And occupational needs, not even occupational therapy needs, but meeting society's, society's occupational needs. It was a century of occupational therapy in 2017. AOTA and the profession turned 100 at that time. And it was a celebration of where we have come from as OTs and how to advance in the 21st century. The idea of occupation being what we do as humans to be involved in our lives, to make use of our times and our lives and how we could occupy our time. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't understand what we do as OTs and they think, you know, as an OT, uh, what are they, a job placement person? They're a vocational coach? Is that what they mean? No, as OTs, we want to help people utilize their time, be involved in occupations, be involved in occupying their time in the right way. And that's why it's so important to feel for every stage, for every age, that they're using their time as a kid, using play as the means to accomplish their goals. For a senior to use their time to, to bring meaning and purpose to their life. Once they're done with their job, retirement can bring major life issues in terms of lack of meaning, lack of purpose. It could be a major shift and it could easily lead to depression and a downward spiral of the time you have. That's why such a wonderful resurgence of volunteering comes about in the seniors in many different aspects of something you would that they would never do when they were the breadwinner of the family, you know, think about a Walmart greeter, how much would that be paid? But they do it and they greet people and they feel enjoyment, many of them. And that's not something that would be paid much when they were much younger. But of course, they don't need the money. They're retiring, hopefully with a retirement plan or a pension. And this is something they do to occupy their time. People who volunteer in the hospital, not taking any money, of course. Volunteering in a school with kids or volunteering in a shelter. Volunteering in a food bank or a food kitchen. Or volunteering delivering food. Volunteering in a clothing store or a clothing thrift shop different ways that we could occupy our times in different stages of our life and if we're a parent like myself thank god or if we're a worker like myself also thank god or we do interests on the side how can we occupy our time how can we utilize our time and make sure we're fulfilling our roles whatever role we have be it parent or teacher or lawyer whatever role we have brother sister uh, boyfriend girlfriend husband wife uh, father mother whatever role we have and what rituals we are involved in and what routines we're involved in, 
and what habits we're involved in, making sure that we're doing it all to the greatest extent possible. There's an amazing document called the Occupational Therapy Practice Framework, where it's many, many pages long, and it goes through the whole system from soup to nuts about what OT does, how we utilize things, how we how we view things, and it's our main... It's a, it's a very important document, a, a fundamental practice document. I'm actually going through it with my intern student now, a level two student. I'm actually going to talk about that also, the level two experience, God willing, in the future. But in general, we think about how we want to see the profession. And then there's a vision statement also to bring about. For the love of promoting the profession, if you love what you do, you want to promote your profession. I love what I do. I love being an OT. I love talking about OT and how we could help people more be more functional, independent, and occupational. And it's good to rehash, revisit what we stand for, what we're all about. So there's also called the uh, the Vision 2025, the AOTA Vision 2025. We envision ourselves as an inclusive profession where we maximize health, well-being, and quality of life for all people, populations, and communities through effective solutions that facilitate participation in everyday living. This is our vision. I'm going to read it again because it's so important. Of course, a lot of this information we're talking about is from AOTA.org, the American Occupational Therapy Association. The Vision 2025 states, as an inclusive profession, we see ourselves as occupational therapy maximizes health, well-being, and quality of life for all people, all populations, and all communities through effective solutions that facilitate participation in everyday living. This vision builds on the work of the Centennial Vision to guide the profession beyond its 100-year anniversary in 2017. Pillars help further define and communicate the vision's core tenets to key stakeholders, including OTs like myself, thank God, OTAs, educators, students, consumers, policymakers, and the general public. And each pillar, effective, leader, collaborative, accessible, equity, inclusion, and diversity has a definition. Effective, occupational therapies, evidence-based, client-centered, and cost effective leaders occupational therapies influential in changing policies environments and complex systems collaborative occupational therapy excels in working with clients and within systems to produce effective outcomes accessible occupational therapy provides culturally responsive and customized services and equity inclusion and diversity we are intentionally inclusive and equitable and embrace diversity in all its forms. These are different pillars of the vision where we envision how we can maximize health, well-being, and quality of life for everybody with those effective solutions, which is so crucial to what we try to do on this show, especially each season we focused on a theme. We talked about tips in one season and life hacks in one season, for example. We talked about find motor activities through so many devices and so many utensils and items like the classroom objects and the home objects we talked about. And in another season, we talked about so many different conditions and fact sheets also. And in this season, we're talking about, from my personal life, different things I love to talk about that makes my life more functional, independent, and occupational. And talking about things within OT that are on, and things within my life that are on target and occupational therapy related that could bring to your life to make your life even more functional and independent occupational and tonight we just wanted to revisit what the whole mission of ot is how we try to help everyone else around us join us next time as we talk a little bit more why i love working in a school why i love working with kids here on ot talk with mr t and i'm your host mr t